Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome to Pre-Shift. Happy Sunday. So, um, the other couple days ago, we did a, um, a show on the pros and cons of mom and pops. And today, I wanted to go to the other end of the spectrum and talk to you about the pros and cons of working in a like a like a luxury environment, right? Um, really high end resorts, hotels, um, fine dining type of restaurants. And um, you know, let's get right to it. So let's start with the with the um, with the setting. So this setting is much different. Basically, it's the same. You know, people just want to be taken care of. They want you to do a good job. You know, and execute on your service standards. Well, the difference between these places and your normal places is that um, their service standards are much much higher, and there's no like. I don't feel good. There's no off day, right? You don't really, you're not really allowed to say no sometimes, but not really. And that's really the only difference. It's a big difference, but that's the only one. Those are the only ones. So let's start with the pros. Um, when you work in these high end environments, they're usually very expensive. Uh, the food or the, the hotel rooms or whatever. And um, the good thing about that is, is that these places make a lot of money. So what I loved about it is that they fix things, right? Like you told them that your cooler was down or um, you needed, a, a, um, you know, some more pins, you needed new aprons, you needed uh, these lights fixed, you needed these tables repaired, whatever. They went and fixed it. It wasn't like, you know, duct taping things together and, and zip ties for three or four months and then we'll see if it's in the budget. No, they just fix it. Like it's fucking great. You don't you don't have to like hold the place together by yourself because they have the money to invest in the place and keep it nice. It's really nice. I, I, that part I loved about it, um, as compared to like you know mom and pops where the budgets are really small. You know they don't have a lot of like extra money lying around. So when things break, like if it's not you know a critical piece of the operation, you know let's say a cooler or a fryer or something like that or the air conditioner, it's not getting fixed. You know. So that was one part I really did like. Um, the second thing that I really like about um, nice and uh, high-end high-end places is um, the training. The training is awesome. Really, really detailed. Really, really like in-depth. Um, sometimes, like the last place, um, the nicest place I worked, it was two weeks. It was two weeks of training. Um, but while you're training, you get paid full minimum wage. You know what I'm saying? It's not like... Um, you know, they just don't do it for two days and then throw you on the floor. No, they make sure that you know almost everything that you can about the place where you're working before you're allowed to go talk to anyone by yourself. It's really awesome, man. I I loved it because it was so in-depth, it was so detailed that you really felt ready for the floor when you went out there. It's not like, you know, you learned a few things in training and then you had to learn the rest of the job on the fly and people would ask you questions and you look like a dumbass. Um, now, um, being on that note, the first day of training is like the same thing everybody goes through. It's really cool, man. They, they, um, the whole thing is about making connections with people and about, you know, the personal connection with um, making it with other people and how important that is to their business. And the thing is that usually in these places, the culture... No, we'll get to that part. So let's go to number three, the culture. The culture is awesome. 
the cultures are usually really good. It's not, you have really good people in the building from the top down. You know, even the bussers are at another level. You know what I'm saying? Like that kind of stuff. You know, the, the essays are at another level. The servers, the bartenders, the managers, the owners, all at a high level. The chefs, you know, even the prep cooks, you know, they're, they're all held to a really high standard to get the job, which is really, really nice because you don't have any shit bags. I mean, obviously, some every time, once in a while, someone sneaks through, but they get rid of them quickly. You don't have shit bags dragging the whole team down. You don't have people that um, that don't give a shit about their job or about anyone else around them in those buildings because it's cancer. They filter them out before they even, you know, they try to filter them out the best they can before they even get there. And that's really nice, man, because, like, I don't know if you've ever been in, in an environment where it seems like you're the only person who gives a shit. Like, especially sometimes in, like, mom and pops or even in, like, certain train restaurants. Um, you know, you could be the only person that really cares about providing a good experience. You know, the other people around you, your ser- fellow servers don't care. The busters just do whatever. The bartenders, you know, whenever they get to your drink, they get to it. You know, the manager, you have to fight for them to, you know, comp something off because it had a hair in it. Like, it's just crazy. And it's exhausting. But in really nice places, you you have an opposite problem. You have to fight yourself not to take a shortcut. Right? That's that's the difference. Is you're fighting yourself not to take shortcuts. Instead of fighting everyone else around you to do a good job. Excuse me. Sorry about that. Um, so, um, the other thing that I like about... Um, these nicer places is um, the management. The management is really, really good. Like, better than, than most places. And obviously, again, not everyone is perfect. Not everyone is, you know, the best. But the average is much better than other places. Because they're going after the cream of the crop, man. These places know that they pay the best. <clears throat> they offer the most to their employees and to the people who work for them. And they serve the highest level of customers so they can go after and be picky and shoot and be picky about who they want in their building. So the, the management is great, man. I mean, you tell them you need stuff, they get it for you. You tell them like, you know, that you had to, you wanted to buy, um, you know, someone's anniversary and you wanted to get them to, you know, um, not champagne, but a Prosecco, uh, glasses of Prosecco to celebrate. They don't care, man. They're happy. They want you to go out there and do that kind of stuff for your customers. Obviously, don't abuse it, but you don't have to fight with them and argue with them to make make an experience for them. It's great. And not only that, like um, they they will take you under their wing and kind of develop you. You know, they, they will give you good feedback and kind of point you in the way and guide you. They don't want you to stay there forever. You know, they want you to grow and develop, and <clears throat> you know, they will help you do that. The other thing I like um, that I thought it was great about it is that the people you're surrounded by, um, like your customers, I'm not an elitist by any stretch of the imagination, trust me, but it's a different class, man. I hate to say it, man, but it's nicer to serve rich people, man. It's really a much more pleasant experience to be serving rich people. They just have more class, man. You know, 
obviously there's always again the few the assholes the people who are snobs the people who think they're rich the people who you know um you know treat people like shit but for the most part their children are well behaved for the most part they understand that you're providing service to them and they tip you you know well for the most part they're very respectful for the most part you know they treat you like a human being because a lot of these people didn't come up from nothing didn't you know if you talk to them a lot of them weren't born rich they had shitty jobs when they were younger and they worked really hard to get to where they're at so they appreciate people who work hard for their money and um you don't have any like i hate to say it man but you don't have any like the trash man you don't you don't have to deal with that kind of stuff people aren't trying to like jip you out of two dollars you don't have to worry about people running out on their check like it, it's it's nice we'll get to the other side of the coin um and the cons but that part is really really nice man and then the most important thing that i got out of it was um where I, when i was working i was pool serving and i was working banquets as well and so when i'm when you're serving at the pool you get to spend all day with people like literally you get to spend eight hours six hours a day with people and you really get to know them and you know i would talk to people i I like talking to people finding out their story and where they're from and you find out most of the people you talk to are owners of companies ceos of companies you know cios cfos these big time people and these big major corporations are successful businesses and you got to pick their brain like i would pick their brain about their business how they got successful what you know what they did to get there and it was an invaluable conversations because you realize dude that it's not like these like rich people are not any different than you they're really not like physically their personality for the most part is no different than yours they still have the same problems they still have the same insecurities they still have the same doubt you know some of them still have the same addiction problems and depression problems the only difference is is that their mindset is different when it comes to making money when it comes to business they just have a different approach and a different mindset than everybody else and that's it i mean it it was really enlightening to see that you know they're no different than any of us and and a lot of people i met used to wait tables they used to wait tables they used to bartend and they would talk about how much they loved it how simple how, how much simpler the time was when they could go in you know work their ass off leave with 300 bucks just go to the bar and spend half of it wake up the next day and do it again like you know they they would talk about how great of a time it was for them when it was so like liberating i guess right you know so um you know there's a lot a lot a lot a lot of good benefits to it man and not including like you know if the place is a really well-founded company really well-funded that you get insurance you get travel benefits um you know the whole nine man you know all the benefit package and stuff so that's really nice too now let's look at the other side of it because there's always there's always a price to pay right like there's one thing I, I, I think my dad used to say a lot you know there's always another price that you have to pay for something you know and, and there's nothing without without a price so on the other hand of it um you know you don't get a day off right you know and like sometimes a chain or mom and pop you can go there hungover or you can go there you know, after your boyfriend just dumped you or your cat died and you can just kind of like meh your way through the shift and just kind of like, you know, shit serve people and it's okay because they're not expecting much. In these places, man, there is there are no days off. There are no 
you know, sections off. There are no tables off. There are no steps of service off. It is, you are on 100% of the time. That's what they expect because they're paying that much money for food or drinks or room, um, you know, or whatever. And, you know, honestly, if I was paying that much, I would expect it to be perfect too. So, you know, I get where they're coming from. But it's very challenging to get yourself in that type of mindset every day because, you know, we're human beings. Things happen, man. Life happens outside of work. Um, But you have to be really good at, you know, I don't know, it's splitting your personality or leaving it at the door, whatever you want to call it. But you have to be really, really good at, you know, leaving your, your shit at the door and, and focusing on work despite what's going on. So that part is really, really tough. Um, the second thing that's really tough is that when the people do complain, when the people do have an issue, it doesn't have to be over anything major, right? It doesn't have to be anything major for them to have an issue and just blow up. Because like I said, again, they expect perfection and the little details will get you just in just as much like trouble, I guess you could say in a place like this as something big would in another place because they expect you to perform at such a high level all the time. Like, you know, I remember we got in trouble one time because the, the salad came tossed in the dressing and we didn't tell the lady that, and this is my fault. And she got mad, so we went and got another one. It took longer than she thought it should, and she walked off screaming and went to the front desk and literally blew them up for like half an hour because I didn't tell her that the dressing came on it, right? And of course, I got in trouble because I didn't communicate that clearly to our guest. You know what I'm saying? Like, you have to like, you have to separate it from yourself. Like, it's not personal, you know? And that can be tough for some people that, you know, to separate like, you know, okay, this is some petty shit and it's not personal. Um, You know, they're just upset. So if you can't, if you can't like separate shit like that, like if you're a type of person that's like, man, fuck the customer, like literally that's your attitude 90% of the time, a nice place like this probably isn't for you. Um, What else? Uh, Special requests. Okay. So this one is like a bitch, man. Because in some places you work, you can tell them no. Like, we just literally, we just don't do that. We can't do that. And the people are just like, oh, okay. Like, you know, whatever. Fuck me, right? In these places, like, you're not allowed to say no. You know, it, it's a it's a fun challenge if you like providing service for people. Because you can see what kind of, how, um, what you guys can accomplish. It's really cool. But on the other hand, it's very difficult. Because, you know, you get these weird requests And you don't know if you can do this kind of stuff, man. Like, I mean, that's not something that people always ask for. So you have to go, you know, stop. You have to stop in the middle of your your flow and go ask the chef a question. You know, your busy-ass chef a question that you know is probably going to piss him off. Depending on your chef, especially. So now you have to go stop everything you're doing to go ask if you can do it. Then you say, no, we can't do that. We can do you know, a version of this and you have to go back and, and ask them, Hey, we can do this. Can we do this? Sorry. I drink some coffee. So you go back to tell the lady, yeah, we can't really do that, but we can do this. No, I don't really want that. I just want this. So that's like 10 minutes, man, of your flow that just got eaten up by this one request. You know what I'm saying? And, and it's like, you know, it's frustrating, man. Hi, what about Hello. Thank, thank you. you. 
And it's frustrating because, you know, you don't, you know, you don't have time for it all the time. And then, I mean, that just, that's not even dependent on um, allergies. Allergies is another thing that's really difficult. I don't know what it is, man, but like rich people have a lot of allergies. And I don't know if a lot of people are lying about it, you know, because they just don't want to, um, you know, they don't want to deal with, deal with it. And they know that you'll do it um, if it's an allergy or if there's something like, you know, that they're doing differently than the rest of us. But man, dude, like one out of every five people I dealt with in this nice place had an allergy. It was so crazy, man. It was just like, you know, it was really, really not challenging, but it was just, um, it was very surprising. And obviously with an allergy, you have to be very careful with everything. And, and, you know, it's more detailed and, you know, you really have to, and this is the other part that's difficult is, you know, you're held to such a high standard. Your menu test could be two to 300 questions. Like you have to know literally every detail about your menu. You know, I mean, I remember our, um, our menu study guides, literally they gave us the recipes and the preparation of everything, all of their food every detail even like the washes and the brines and all that kind of stuff like you had to know all of it because if someone asked you an allergy and you told them it was safe and it wasn't you know you're screwed man especially there you are screwed so um so that part is really challenging let's see what else um i didn't cover this other part um i should have probably put it in the pros too but hr um, HR is very um, involved, I would say, and has a very strong presence in these nice, nicer places. Um, one, because, um, you know, they're hiring and they're, you know, they're screening all the people, making sure. And two, you know, they have a lot more to lose. These nicer places have a lot more to lose than other places, right? Because their, their prestige, their name, you know, their brand is so important. Um, to them that they can't afford any kind of like, I don't want to say nonsense, but yeah, that kind of stuff, you know, they can't get slapped with a sexual harassment suit, you know, and be all over the news because it'll kill their, it'll kill them. You know, so HR is super involved and, um, you know, it, it kind of ties, you know, the management's hands a little bit. Like they can't like, you know, one of my favorite managers I ever worked for and I love him to death, man. He was a great mentor to me and was, I would say, responsible for, you know, at least half to 75 percent of my um, development as a person and as a a person in hospitality. And, you know, when I would mess up, we would go out back, smoke a cigarette and he would look at me in the face and like, John, you are fucking up, man. This is what's wrong. Bling, 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 you know, X, Y, Z. And just talk to me man to man. You know, there was no soft, um, you know, PC conversations. It was just like, hey, man, you're fucking up, dude. Tighten up. Okay, cool, man. Thank you. I understand that. I know exactly what you mean by that. I will work on that. But when you get into a place like this, it, it's very delicate. It's very PC. It's very soft. It's very, you know, it basically the people have to speak in a way so they won't get sued. You know, they can't talk to you like that. Because, you know, you could say it's discrimination or harassment or any kind of shit like that. And, you know, these places have a lot of money. You get the right lawyer and take the case, yada, 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 lawsuit. Nobody wants to deal with that. So that part is tough, man. Um, The other thing, too, 
is that it's not, you know, the, 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 the good thing, how I was talking about the people that they bring in, they hire character. They hire you on who you are um, instead of just, are you able to do the job? You know, and then here's, here's how you be a nice person, right? Um, and, and it's hard because, you know, if you grew up, if you work in like a normal chain, mom and pop hospitality kind of job, you know, I mean, let's just be honest here, man. The conversations in the back <laughs> are not HR approved. And I don't think I've ever been in a place where, you know, in the drink station, you wouldn't hear, you know, I don't know, 20 F-bombs in two seconds, you know what I'm saying? And then sexual harassment and sexual jokes and stuff like that. Just the way it is, man. In these kind of places, it's not always like that. You know, it's not filled with those kind of, um, let's say, hospitality people. Some people are not hospitality people that they hire. So you have to be very mindful of who can handle that kind of conversation and who can't. And even if they're not around you, they can still hear you. And they go to HR and talk and tell on you, you know, um, you know, you can get in trouble, man. So be careful. I know from personal experience, I made a lot of, um, one of my biggest mistakes was not understanding, um, how I came off to people. You know, I thought I was just being funny and making jokes and trying to keep the place light and, and keep the, you know, the people in, um, not entertained, but like, you know, just, just always like clowning around. And, um, you know, I said a lot of things that I shouldn't have said. And, um, I wasn't aware that a lot of people didn't appreciate it and I got in trouble in a normal restaurant. Would I have gotten in trouble? Probably not. Probably not, man. They probably wouldn't have said shit to me. Um, but in this time, a different environment, you know, they have a different expectation. So that, so that's, um, you know, a challenge that you have to, um, be aware of. And I think that's really it, man. I mean, that's, you know, obviously there's pros and cons to every job and yada, yada, but those are the big ones that I can remember off the top of my head. Um, so let's get to the end of the question, man. Should you do it? I think so. Yeah. If you're a person who, who really appreciates the art of hospitality and really enjoys, you know, service and, um, you know, being part of that, um, being part of the, um, you know, the, the service industry and being part of hospitality, I think you should do it, man, at least, at least for a year, you know, to really get that different experience, to get a really well-rounded experience, because you might fall in love with it, you know, it, it's such a, it's such a nice change of pace um, from your normal, you know, just get a man, get him out kind of style, if you like talking to people, it's great, man, because you really get a chance to um, build a connection and create experiences for people. It's awesome, man. I love it. Um, so I think you should go for it. But, you know, if you're the kind of person that you really don't like talking to people, you really honestly do the job just for the money, um, I would I would say don't do it. Just because it's so much, it, it's so much involved into it and so much invested into the job itself that... Um, that, uh, you know, you're not going to like it, man. I don't think you'll be good at it. So anyway, guys, I uh, hope that helps. Um, if you're thinking about going to a nicer place, <clears throat> um, you know, I'm talking about fine dining. I'm talking about luxury resorts. You know, I'm talking about 
you know, it's a hundred dollar entrees. I'm talking about four or five hundred dollar night hotel rooms. That kind of that kind of fine dining. That kind of um, luxury um, environment. So anyway, guys, I hope you have a wonderful Sunday. It's beautiful out. Hopefully, you make some money. Don't let anyone steal your shine. And if you're looking for a job in that kind of industry, man, I would say go for it. If you got any questions about it or you ever want to chit chat about it, man, please do not hesitate to ask. My, um, you can reach me at Bonjarni on Instagram. <clears throat> Or just send me a friend request on Facebook. Um, my name is John Barney. It's J-O-N-B-A-R-N-E-Y. All right, guys. Take it easy. Peace.